0: We are back with the 154th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm excited for this one, just like always. But it's always nice catching up with someone I've had on before. Um, I'm going to speak to Kurt Hollibaugh, who's now signed for XFC. Last time I spoke to him, he was right there at the end of uh, his UFC career and was looking forward to to what was next. And uh, here he is. He's, he's part of the uh, XFC tournament, and he's doing really well in that. He's in the semifinals. And uh, without further ado, I want to bring him on. Hey man, how's it going?
1: How's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Oh,
0: no, thanks for uh thanks for taking the time to uh to jump on here. Last time we spoke, it was right there at the end of your UFC run. Uh you didn't know what was next. And uh man, great things have happened to you in the past uh in the past few months. Talk about your uh the past few months for you, what what what, what that's been like.
1: Uh yeah, you know, you know, we talked last time I got released from the UFC and uh you know, the big question mark was where I was going to end up, and I wound up signing a pretty good deal with the XFC and entering a 155-pound lightweight tournament. And uh, I think back in November, I uh, got a first-round TKO stoppage over my opponent and moving on to the semifinals here, May 28th
0: in Iowa. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a crazy few months. I want to talk about that performance in particular. It was the first time you'd gotten your hand raised uh, since 2017. How big was that for you to to go back and, and get that win and get your hand raised? And it only took 26 seconds.
1: Uh, you know, it was huge. I kind of consider that as probably one of the biggest wins of my career. Um, and, and one of the main reasons why is because I had all of my kids there to watch me fight live for the first time ever. So that was a big deal to me. And just to get on a big stage, NBC Sports, uh, moving on in the XFC lightweight tournament, was uh it was pretty awesome
0: did you feel any extra pressure not just because it was your first fight outside of the ufc but there was that little bit of a skid that you were going through yes you were fight high level opposition but uh did you feel like with that losing skid that you were on that you felt uh, a lot more pressure going into that one
1: you know i really didn't feel any pressure at all and i think that was that's really why i was able to perform so well you know there's so much pressure in the ufc and fighting on that humongous stage and um you know, I, I know how good I am. I know I fought some of the best guys in the UFC while I was there. And, um, you know, I think that's where mainly the pressure is. But when I take that pressure off my shoulders, I feel I'm able to perform up to my
0: ability. You said you were able to compete with your with your kids in attendance. Was there, was there a crowd or was it just, like, you know, exclusively to, like, families and whatnot? Um,
1: basically family, you know. Uh, I mean, there was a few people there. They opened it up. Uh, I just don't think they did. They did a really big gate. But, you know, uh, it was about six hours away from my hometown. So a lot of my family just drove in. Plus, I have I had some family already living in Georgia. So they all got together, came over and uh, came over and, uh, you know, was able to watch me live and see me have one of my greatest performances.
0: I know uh, I've spoken to a couple of guys and they said that they feel like when their family's there, it doesn't really feel like a fight. It just kind of feels like you're at home. Um, did you feel that at all as well? Like, you know, there was no pressure of being away from your family for too long. You got to kind of be around uh, people that you know well and uh, and whatnot.
1: Not really. No, I was just excited. You know, no pressure was on my shoulders. I had my kids there, uh, you know, a couple of days before the fights before the fight, so Um, I was just enjoying having them around a lot of times when you see guys go out and fight they go off and they do, you know, six to eight week training camps they leave their families back at home and sometimes that's really hard. Uh, And that's what I struggle with every time every time I leave to go fight I have to leave my families back home, my kids, my fiance. And, uh, you know, I think having them there made me feel better than ever.
0: You're, you're a month away from your fight. You're fighting uh, Scott Hudson on, 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 May 28th. What's your thoughts on the matchup?
1: Um, You know, he's a good opponent. Um, you know, I'm not taking this guy lately. Uh, like I've been saying a lot that I've fought tougher guys than him. And I know that, uh, you know, he's getting pissed that I'm saying that, but I mean, I, I've yet to feel that he's fought and beat that guy that, that's earned him to say he's the toughest guy yet. So yeah, yeah. You know, if he comes in and beats me, then I think he's earned that right. And the next guy that fights him or whoever fights him in the finals is going to say, yeah, now now this is the tough fight. But, uh, and, uh, you know, good, respectful guy. I think we live uh, a lot of the same lifestyle. I know he runs a gym back home. Um, you know, I run two gyms back home. I'm teaching kids every day. Um, and, and that's what I've built my career in the last couple of years around. So uh, I feel that we're very similar in that department, um, but respect to him, he, he's going to be a tough fight. I know he's got some good, uh, some good muay thai, some good striking. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see, well, uh, how this fight goes.
0: Overall, with the tournament format, um, is that something you like? You know, knowing like, you know, in a year's time, this is a, you know, Tom O'Connor might be the guy I fight next. Do you like having that? Uh, you know, knowing that. These are the people that I'm going to possibly fight next. You know, it limits it down. Do you like that format?
1: Um, uh, you broke up. Can you say that again?
0: Do you like the tournament type format where you got you get to know everyone that could be on your radar?
1: Uh, um, I still didn't quite hear you. I think you're uh, breaking up just a little bit.
0: Do you, uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Any luck hearing me now? Can you hear or nothing?
1: See, see if you can
0: ask that one more time. Can, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
1: No, nah, it sound it sound like a robot. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see if I can tr- figure this out here. Uh, audio. How about now? Anything? Nothing. How about uh, how about now? Any any luck now? Can you hear me now?
1: Uh, a little bit better.
0: Um. Okay. So, do you, how do you like the tournament style format?
1: Um. You know, I like it, and one of the main reasons I liked it is because after the last win, I already knew who I was fighting. And, you know, we had a date set, but, of course, everybody knows they pushed the date back a little bit, which was fine. You know, just more time to prepare. But um, I like the tournament format because, simply, you already know who you're going to fight. You already get a good look. You get to watch them fight that night. And, you know, you, you kind of get to be around that guy. And I think that helps out a little bit.
0: They seem to be beefing up this card a little bit, like guys like Brett Martin and Chris Barnett seem to be brought on. Did you like that? You know, maybe you're not the main event, but there is a lot of uh, eyes on it based on the talent that they brought in.
1: Yeah. Um, and and I, th- I think they're starting to do a good job of promoting it and getting it out there. Um, but. You know, and, and they're, they're some pretty good guys, especially if you look up top in that welterweight tournament. You know, you got guys like uh, Bobby, Ash, uh, Bobby Nash and Ryan Ryan Dickerson. Um, th- those guys are really, really good. Uh, Bobby Nash fought in the UFC a couple times, and as well as myself. Um, I think we got a couple high-level, big-name guys in it, and that's what's uh, helping out promote that tournament.
0: So it's going to be held in the Wells Fargo Arena full capacity crowd that's got to be exciting you get to be I, I know the UFC just had their event down in Florida but this is going to be one of the first events where you know it's going to be full arena does that excite you more than you know an empty arena
1: uh definitely you know I, I love full crowd I, I like the uh I like the energy from the crowd you know I, I fought a couple of times with no crowd you know I did the, the contender series which there was no crowd. You know, you had two or three family members there that was cheering for you, but that's no different than no crowd for the UFC because they got a lot of guys from the production team. Everybody's walking around. I'm sure you got some guys cheering. So um, in the Wells Fargo's arena, that, that's, that's a pretty big arena, man. You know, if the UFC wasn't going to go to Iowa, I'm sure that would be a spot that they would book. So uh, I'm curious to see. Hopefully XFC can do a good job of selling some tickets and uh, getting us a good crowd in there.
0: You talked a little bit of, earlier about running your own gym. This is probably the worst time anyone could be running a gym. Talk about some of the uh, the struggles that you've faced, you know, running a gym with COVID and everything that, that's going on.
1: Um, you know, it was a little bit of struggle for a little while. Um, you know, of course, right when COVID come out and hit, we had to shut the gyms down for a couple months. Um, but, you know, I had a, a, a lot of great students that personally text me and say, you know, keep my accounts going um you know we'll get through this so uh you know i got great students great customers um and and all those guys definitely helped me out so it was it wasn't as bad for me as as a lot of people so i credit all my students and my customers for all that but you know we were still able to get some training sessions in um you know and my fiance Bree, she she trains jujitsu with me my son zayden as you can see, if you go to my Instagram, we got a little uh, mat area set up in my living room where we're rolling, we're grappling, and I got my son. He's ten years old, but he can hold pads better than than a lot than a lot of uh, grownups. So, you know, we 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 had some fun with it also.
0: In terms of your your training, um, the past few months, uh, I'm assuming everything's back to normal, and you're able to get full training camps in, and and you got the full full array of training partners.
1: Uh, yeah. So yeah, last few months, you know, I got a bunch of training partners that are coming out whooping my butt daily. So, um, you know, the good thing is, is I'm back in shape. So I'm going to, I can stop them from whooping me. So that's a good thing. So, so now we're just getting some good training in, uh, you know, training session. I'm training sometimes two times a day, six, seven days a week. And I have been for the last two weeks. So, uh, you know, the soreness is leaving my body. I'm starting to feel better and better every day. And, uh, you know, give me another four weeks. And, you know, there, there's no reason why I shouldn't be in the best shape of my life.
0: I love it. Um, I want to talk about something that we talked about last time where, you know, you were up and down. 145, 155. Obviously, with the tournament format, 155 seems to be perfect for you. But if you think about longevity, is 145 something you're open to going back down to? Or, or is 155 your permanent home?
1: Uh, You know, I don't know. Um, of course I love fighting 155. I don't cut, but about, uh, if if I'm, I thought an average number 18 pounds is what I would normally take off my body to make 155. Um, normally it's closer to, to 25 to 30 mark for 45, but I don't know, man, whatever it takes to maybe get me a dang headline in UF and, uh, XFC. So maybe if I got to go back down to 45 to get a headline, you never know, man, Win this tournament and, uh, We'll see what's next.
0: I'm sure you caught the fights on the uh on the weekend. What was your thoughts about the energy in the arena? It was probably something that we hadn't we hadn't seen in well, forever. And uh that's that's got to excite you. But what was your thoughts on the uh the noise in the arena there on uh on Saturday night?
1: Man, it was awesome. Uh, you know, that's probably one of the cards that everybody was dreaming on fighting fighting on coming off of the COVID and the quarantine and everything like that. Um so you know i'm I'm sure i have had dreams about coming back to a full arena and fighting so it it was awesome i thought, I thought the crowd was great, I'm sure, and you can tell a lot of those guys uh they hadn't been used to that same adrenaline that they normally get so um you know, I thought it was awesome. I love a live crowd, and uh it was an amazing card
0: all right, I'll ask you one last question and then I'll let you uh you get going. But uh, there's a big fight in your division that's actually in the UFC, but it's happening next month. Michael Chandler fighting Charles uh, Oliveira for the title. I can't go without asking your prediction for that. Do you have a prediction for that fight?
1: Um, Man, you know, I'm a Michael Chandler fan. I've, been, I've liked Michael Chandler for a while. You know, I like his style. The dude's gritty. He's tough. But Charles Oliveira's a beast, man. And I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. So I think, uh, I think Charles Oliveira's going to catch him in a submission. I think he's going to sell him probably third or fourth round.
0: All right, man. I love it. I actually have it going the same way. I think the later it goes, the more it favors uh, Charles Oliveira. Um, for people who uh, who may not know much about you, what can they expect from you um, next month?
1: Um, just, just expect a fast-paced, high-level fight. You know, anybody that's ever watched me fight, you go back. You can look up all my fights in the UFC, on UFC Fight Pass. You can go back to Fight TV watch my last fight with the XFC. Man, I come out fast, I throw hard punches, and I try to end the fight any chance I get. So um, it's I'm always entertaining. I'm never in a boring fight.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks very much for the time. And if I don't speak to you before then, best of luck. And I uh, can't wait to see you perform on May 28th.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So there you have it. Uh, Kurt Holobah, talked to him before. Um, if you guys haven't yet, be sure to check us out uh fighterpath.com and be sure to like comment and subscribe and make sure you tune in to XFC on May 28th where where Kurt Holabaugh is in the semifinals. Um, he's fighting Scott Hudson with a, for a chance to compete in the finals of the XFC Lightweight tournament. Um, yeah, be sure to like comment and subscribe and we will see you guys next time.